up, uh, red cup, uh, red cup, hey, you know, you know I got that red cup, hey, red cup, hey, red cup, hey, you know. What's good, Red Cup TV world? It's your boy Rail, and today I want to talk about music and how I feel like this is the year of R&B. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, there's been some good music to come out this year, but I feel like this is the year of R&B. We had um, rappers like Benny the Butcher to come out with Tender Talk 4, Pusha T to come out with It's Almost Dry, Vince Staples, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart, and Kids Lamar and Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which are all good, you know what I'm saying, good rap albums. I think um, those are my favorite albums that come out this year. I'm um, also got um, Saba album, too, um, A Few Good Things. I like the album as well. And you got Joy Badass coming out um, pretty soon, so... He got to tell this as well, but I feel like R&B has made a very, very big push and a big wave this year of putting out music. Um, we've had artists like Chris Brown, Lucky Day, Brett Fiaz, LMA, Giveon, Kaylani, Blast, Sid, and many more R&B artists come out this year. And depending on how you guys feel about the weekend, I feel like weekend is an R&B artist, but he could be a pop artist as well. The same thing for Beyonce, but Beyonce is looked at as, as the queen of R&B. So, and she comes out, and she's scheduled to drop later this month as well. So, with all that going on, and we got all these albums, and it's like, these are big-name people. Like I say, you got Chris Brown, who's, you know what I'm saying, one of the best R&B artists, like, ever. And definitely in this generation, he's number one in this generation of R&B artists. And you got guys that's going to come up, like Lucky Day and Brett Fiaz and Giveon. Then you have Ella May and Kaylani, who I haven't heard listen to Kaylani's album yet, or Giveon, or Blast. I need to do that, because I heard good things about both. Well, all three of them, actually, so I need to listen to those, but <clears throat> those people have been putting out good music, and I feel like R&B has flooded the streets and has put out some great music this year as well, and you know what I'm saying? You also have somebody that um, just, just, that I just figured out about this year. Her name is Raven Lene, who put out a beautiful R&B album as well, so I feel like, you know what I'm saying, this year has been very R&B heavy, and I love it, you know what I'm saying, because the last few years, it's been, you know, it's been pretty, um... It's been pretty rap heavy. Like last year, we had CLB to come out, Donda. Um, I think he, J Cole came out last year as well. And then like at the, towards the end, you got the Summer Walker album, which went into this year as well. So, but I like I said, I feel like the last few years just been flooded with rap, and now like this is like the year of R&B because some of the best albums that came out this year are R&B albums. Um, like I like I said on Twitter, I feel like Lucky Day has the best R&B album out, so, so, um, seeing that, and seeing that Brett Fiasses, who album just came out, and his album's pretty good, and it's contending with Lucky Day, and how, and like I said, how, depending on how you guys feel about The weekend and his album, and him as an artist, if he's an R&B artist, if he's a pop artist, The weekend put out one of the best albums of this year as well, and if he considered R&B, then, you know what I'm saying, that just pushes R&B a little higher, and LMA put out a great album as well, too, so, with Beyonce coming out, Beyonce is like a very big artist and like the world stops when she dropped. So when they, when people seen that she was dropping, everything stopped, everything went crazy. The same thing happened with Drake, but Drake was underwhelming. So hopefully we heard, we got the first thing with Beyonce and this song. It's a dance song, which ain't nothing wrong with that because she's that's pretty much been her wave these past these past few years of making dance music. So hopefully the whole album isn't full of that. Hopefully we get something else. And I don't know if I said this before, but this will be my first time listening to a Beyonce album fully. Like, I'm actually excited to get into it, to listen to it, because I never really listened to a Beyonce album fully. Like, this will be my first time listening to it. Besides the Lion King album, I really won't count that, because that's like a soundtrack. It's not really like, it's her work, but it ain't really what, it ain't what she get in her bag, though. So I want to, like, see what, like, 
get into a world and see what that's really like. Um, but and then also with R and B, besides like music coming out, we had the verses between Amarion and Mario, where Mario smoked Amarion, but it also put R and B on a big stage. But it also kind of showed dimmed a little light on R and B because there's some guys that went up there like Ray J and a few other guys that went up there that was going up there and they really wasn't singing. And that brought up the conversation between studio studio singers and actual singers. And, you know, given you how the, the hiccup on um, the BET Awards, they kind of made him like a studio singer. But, you know, so he came up with some videos that showed that he can actually sing, which I think Bro can actually sing. I don't think he's a studio singer. But the verse between Amario and Amario showed that there's a lot of a lot of our favorite artists as singers are studio singers. And somebody brought this up on Twitter that was saying that Ursher was a studio singer, which is crazy because his Tiny Desk performance, I think, came out a few days after. And he clearly showed on his Tiny Desk performance that he is not a studio singer. Like, Ursher really that ass can sing. And he's not one of these guys that are it's only good in the studio. And I feel like we're, now back to your Mario and Mario um, verses, I feel like where Mario messed up at was he was dance. he was trying to perform instead of just singing and knowing that when you're going to go against somebody like Mario who isn't going to dance he's just going to literally sing to the women which he did and that's how he smoked Marion. he was just literally singing and he was singing his ass off and he and he smoked him so Marion, knowing that your competition is a guy that doesn't is not going to dance he's just going to go out there and sing you should have been on the same tip you should have been on like excuse me you should have been on like you know I'm going to come in here and sing I ain't gonna go too crazy. I ain't gonna bring out no fucking watermelon on stage, which was weird as hell to do. I don't know why the watermelon was on stage. I don't know what the hell that had to do with the verses. I ain't really watched the verses, so I might that might play the part in something. But when I seen nigga just eating watermelon on stage, like bro, what you doing? I thought we was we was singing songs and playing hits, bro. You you was on stage, bro. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with Ray J. Nigga was eating cup noodles at the BET Awards, bro. Talking about you who's gonna deal. Nigga, we don't care. Don't do that. That's weird. You wouldn't do that to Grammy, so don't do it. That's that's another story. We're gonna get on, on that. But like I was saying, bro, Mario just went up there and just was like, you know what I'm saying, go out there, sing your sing your songs, you know what I'm saying, do the shit that people love, but you went up there dancing, eat watermelon and shit, and you got your ass smoked. And that's what happened. So now with the Ursa Tiny Death performance coming up, it got rid of the whole Ursa Studio singer, which I didn't believe in the first place, and it brought back up the conversation of Ursher versus Chris Brown, the verses. And Chris Brown said that Ursher is the only one he would do a versus with and he wanted to make it like a tribute to him, like he wanted to show love. It ain't going to be like, you know what I'm saying, how Mario and Mario was like, them niggas down there was beefing on stage. You know what I'm saying? He didn't get, I mean, Chris Brown said he doesn't want it to be anything like that. He wants to be like where he's showing love to Ursher. And I feel like this versus is going to be one of the very like closest and toughest verses to gauge because these are two dudes who have similar music, who do similar things, and they have so many hits and so many big hits as well with their moments. So it's going to be hard to like gauge which one will win. Um, me personally, I'm a huge Chris Brown fan, probably one of the biggest Chris Brown fans in the world. I love him since the first time I heard him. And I think he has a slight edge over Ursula. It's not a big one. It's just a slight one. But on the, on the other hand, before there was Chris Brown, it was Ursher. And I grew up an Ursher fan because all my mom played in the car was Ursher, Nelly, Sierra, and Beyonce. So, 
that's all I heard in the car. So that made me a big, you know what I'm saying, Usher fan. And when I seen the tight ends performance, I was like, damn. Archie got a lot of hits, and if he go out there and perform like he was on a tiny desk, it's going to be hard for my boy CB. But now I got to think, like, but damn, CB got these hits too. So it's going to be hard, you know what I'm saying, to gauge both of them. But I think that would be like a really fun versus to see, a really dope versus to see, man. And hopefully we can get it one day. And if not, but if not, we can always, you know, always wonder, you know what I mean? But like I said, bro, this feels like it's the year of R&B. I think a lot of the people that I name on here will probably be up for a Grammy this year, even though that's that's either here or there. Nobody really cares, but they'll probably be up for a Grammy for sure. Definitely Beyonce. Like I, depending on how Beyonce comes out, it won't really matter though, because people just love Beyonce, man. Like she can do anything, and people are gonna love it. And that's why I'm I'm actually excited to hear her album as well. So as long as she don't come out under women like Drake did, I think she'll be pretty good, man. But I just want to get in here and talk to y'all real quick about like how this is your R&B, man. Um, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Y'all might feel any difference. And let me know if I miss out any R&B artists, any albums that I do need to check out. Because like I said, I haven't heard Kaylani, LMA. I have heard LMA on Wallet. I haven't heard Kaylani, Giveon, and Blast album. But, oh, damn, I forgot about Mary J. Blige and Alicia Keys dropped albums, too. Those are two legends. They dropped albums, too. I might check those out as well. But like I said, bro, if there's any more R&B artists, any more R&B albums that came out this year, y'all hit me up, let me know, and I'll definitely check them out. But it's your boy, Rel. Check out the Real Country Podcast every Monday. Peace.